1: Of a plague ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Bantwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available.
2: Let's hang out, let's hang out, and let's talk about what
0: lessons
2: have found, let's hang out,
1: and let's listen to two lesbian shout. let's hang out, let's hang out.
2: out. out. Hey everyone, and welcome back to Let's Hang Out, the podcast that really just wants you to open up your eyes. Then you realize here I stand with my everlasting love.
1: Yes. (laughs) I thought you were going to go, This will be
2: everlasting love. You know, there were so many options, honestly. (laughs) Yes. Uh, from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm
1: Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the lesbian. This week in the lesbian is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We want to give you all a reminder about our season five Patreon campaign we just hosted our Patreon-only cute and gay. It was so fun. And we're really looking forward to meeting more of you and getting to know more of you. So if you want to join us, you can do that at bit.ly slash Patreon. At our next goal, we'll start releasing some extra bonus Les Essentials episodes.
2: We can't wait. And as a reminder, tonight we are having our first meeting with our crowdfunding team for our next musical, Journey to the Heart. So, If you happen to be listening to this like early Monday morning, you still have time to send us an email and join us. And if you happen to miss that meeting, that's okay. If you're still interested in helping out, please send us an email, leshangoutpod at gmail.com. There are plenty of ways that we can find to get people stuff to do to help us out. So we are looking forward to that and we are looking forward to this next show that we're going to be making.
1: So excited. In the greater Les universe... Arthur has had its final episode, which is sad but also sort of exciting because basically the last episode like ages everyone up and we see them all as adults and everyone's pretty positive Francine is a big old lesbian. So (laughs) we're here for that.
2: That sounds right. Yeah. Everyone loves a time jump finale, right?
1: Right. And also like, do we need to do a should've been Gay on Arthur now? Like is it the time? It might be the time. I'm not sure I've
2: watched an episode of Arthur in
1: Oh, a very long time. 25 years. Yeah, but I would be down to watch it again. Love that show. Mm.
2: We'll add it to the list.
1: My childhood right there.
2: <laughs> <laughs> also, it seems like for the first time, lesbians outnumber gay men on broadcast TV LGBTQ characters. I am... What?
1: Right? How wild is that? Glad did their like, LGBTQ representation survey, and we found that... More lesbians than gay men, which is literally the only time that's ever happened. It's the first time.
2: Incredible. The first Are time. Are they okay? Question. Are they all on Batwoman?
1: <laughs> yes. Question. No, literally Batwoman was very much like addressed. Yeah. They were, like, Batwoman
2: Bat- makes up tw- yeah. like a solid 30% of the representation. They're like of Batwoman. Everyone really, is gay. Yeah,
1: Batwoman really <laughs> pushed it over the edge. But it's that like there's a bunch of new shows that just like really feature queer women. So
2: I'm here for it. Really
1: happy for that. I love that so much, and that explains why it's hard for us to catch up with lesbian television. We knew it, and Glad just confirmed. Incredible. So that's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie
2: and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee, and welcome, everyone, to Season 5, Episode 13 everlasting loving was this a mistake to put this on our 13th episode is that bad luck
1: oh god <laughs> oh no what no why did you do this Lee? it's okay i think we'll be fine but that is why Lee sang "Everlasting Love" in the intro so beautifully. Because today we're talking about how to maintain desire in long-term relationships. Before we go any further, I just have a disclaimer: if you are our parents, our siblings, anyone, our who, co-workers, our co-workers, anyone who really doesn't want to hear about Lee and I's sex life, I would say stop listening now. Turn back, ye who enter here.
2: <laughs> alert! W- alert! <laughs> <laughs>
1: Things are gonna get weird. So
2: this is based on a question that someone had sent in. So some of you may know, we released it a couple of weeks ago as a as sort of like an, a bonus episode as well. Ellie and I recently did an AMA on the Wisdom app, which is kind of like a talk space. People
1: have conversations on the app that you can yeah. tune into and stuff like that. Yeah,
2: and we did ours AMA style, so we gave people the option to send us in some questions ahead. And one of the questions that we got, we talked about some during the AMA, but we just thought, you know what, this deserves, needs, requires it, it more a more whole time. episode. We need, yeah, we like. A, we I mean, we
1: it. were going to talk for so long when like, when <laughs> when that when that question came up. I'm pretty sure it's like half of the episode as I was talking about that question. So
2: can. Can you read the full? Do you have the whole question? Yeah, here's the it? question. So
1: the question is, any tips on how to keep up the passion in a long-term relationship? So that's the question. Easy. It and sounds it, so simple. It sounds, yeah. <laughs> right. It sounds so simple. And yet it is a very, very, very complicated question. People have been trying to answer this question for many years. Me and Lee will try to answer it the best we can from our own personal experiences but yeah, we as figured as the
2: foremost experts as the foremost yeah the world. I
1: mean, Lee longer than I. How long is your relationship with Kelsey? How long have you been together?
2: Listen, like a week and a half ago, we just officially passed our 15 years dating. Like since we started dating. Oh, that's Mark. amazing! So,
1: so many years. That is a te- so many. That is a full-on years. teenager.
2: Oh no. <laughs> Our relationship is old enough to (laughs) slam the door in our face. uh,
1: (laughs) Your relationship is old Tell
2: us it hates us. Good
1: times. Good times. I had a quick question for you that I forgot. Oh, the other day when I posted on my Instagram, you were so happy that I called you my most consistent friend. So, you know, you and Kelsey just getting more and more consistent.
2: Listen, with it's age. not so much that it's not even just that we were excited about consistent. It was literally like Kelsey read that post, and the first thing she says, <laughs> the first thing she says is she just goes, That's such a good word. We're not boring, we're consistent. consistent. <laughs>
1: Exactly. Now, like, boy,
2: if that tells you anything about Kelsey and I as people, listen.
1: <laughs> listen.
2: <laughs> but so you... We were very excited about it, is the sad thing.
1: It's, it's not sad, though. I mean, that's why you've been able to consistently be together for 15 years, because, you, you know, you're both on the same track. You both have the same priorities in life, and that's great. There you go. So for me, it's been a little bit less time, but still... Right now, the relationship that I'm in, I've been with Jana for four years, which is longer than any relationship I've had so far. So that's...
2: Golf clap, golf clap. That to me... Podcast golf clap. Right?
1: That to me is pretty long.
2: Yeah. Plus, as we're about to dive into, four years (laughs) is an interesting marker in time for a relationship.
1: You think that it is?
2: I do. Yeah.
1: All right. Well, I'm excited to talk about it. So we want to start by talking about... Obviously, people ask this question because... There's a clear difference, right, between new relationships and longer relationships, right? Like, in the early stages of your relationship, passion and excitement and desire comes very easily and comes very destructively in some ways. <laughs> I don't know about you, Lee, but I had, like, I did not sleep for, like, no a long time at the beginning of my relationship with Jana like it was bad. I was so tired. Like so tired. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, plus you were like already older at that point. I mean, mm-hmm. like the early years of our of like Kelsey and I dating was like we were still in college, you know? Like yep. we, we were so young and stupid.
1: <laughs> I mean, yep. Listen. Yep. It is. It's just like I remember so when I when me and Jennifer started dating, she was going to CrossFit like in the mornings. And so She, we would be up all night doing we all know what. And I think she got like maybe two hours of sleep, like barely. And so she went to CrossFit in the morning. And like every time she'd go to CrossFit, like nobody wanted to be her partner anymore. Like you have to do like partner exercises in CrossFit. And they literally were like, Jana, sorry, but like you're too tired. Like you can't be our partner because like she would be so slow compared to everyone else. And so like it got to the point where she was like, so... I think we have to deal with this. Like, I can't be this exhaust. Like, you know, you get to a point where you're like, this has been really fun. It's
2: like, I think we need to have sex, like, while the sun is exactly. up or has recently set and, like, that's it. Yeah, like, okay. let's set
1: our dates, like, earlier. Like, let's go out for, like, a three o'clock dinner, you know, so we can go to bed at a reasonable <laughs> hour. Like, you have to, like, maneuver that shit, figure it out. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I mean, it's, it's obviously like a really, really exciting and fun time for a new relationship. And I think that's why people are always like questioning, have this question, because you like, it's impossible to maintain that level of excitement. Like, I think it's just like equilibrium, like brings it's, you back, right? Like,
2: yeah, it's, it's actually not just impossible in a metaphorical sense, like in yeah. a scientific way it is impossible and that's that's why i was saying that like 4 years is actually a really interesting time because in terms of the physiological things that happen in your body early on in a relationship like typically that marker is like 3 years like it can be a little earlier for some people but 3 years is typically like the kind of average demarcation between like your early relationship and like being in like a longer term more chilled out, settled relationship, you know that tends to happen around the three year mark, which honestly, like, makes so, so much, much sense, sense because I don't know how many people out there have this same experience. Whether you have been that person yourself or whether you just like have that friend who is this person who is just constantly cycling in three year relationships. Yep, two, two, three year relationships. Yep, yep. you know. And that you hit that three-year point and they are just, like, just out of there. Yeah. <laughs> like, just well, peace, bitches, they're out. I like, really
1: do agree that, like, that is, at least for me personally, that's been a huge mark for me in my relationships as well. Like, my first really, in- like, really serious relationship, we broke up at year 3
2: Mm-hmm.
1: I mean, it was my first serious relationship, so I feel like I was, like, I look back on it and I'm like, I wasn't that young, but I was young. I think we broke up when I was 24 and we've been together since I was like 21, right? We started dating in college as well. And it was the same thing. It was like so intense and then so not intense for honestly like too long. And we could (laughs) we could talk about that. I feel like with my first relationship, we like sped through the exciting phase way faster. Mm. Like it like went and then was gone. And I was like, why is it? I couldn't understand why it was gone and was like fighting to get it back. You know what I mean? And that like led yeah. to a lot of issues in our relationship. But yeah, yeah. at the three mark three year mark, I do feel like that's the moment when you're like, can we work through some actual shit? Does this make sense also, just like long term as people and partners? not without the desire, but like, I think it's a gr- it's sort of a good time too, because your judgment's not clouded by the desire as well. Like, it's actually an exciting time, I think, in a relationship to be like, do I still want to be with you even if, like, the, like, honeymoon phase is done?
2: Right. Blinders off. Yeah. (laughs) Are we still in this? Well, and it's probably the best time to, like, actually ask that question, right? Because up until that point, like, you're literally, like, your body is, Work like actively working against you to like <laughs> yeah to keep you from being able to make good choices. Like I think the the stuff that happens like hormonally in your bodies in like the early days of a relationship is it's kind of like like an addiction. Like it's kind yes. of like how your body like the the chemicals that it is releasing and like the oxytocin and the serotonin and like all of this stuff is like. Designed to like make you stupid. <laughs> like, oh yeah. We're I mean, not like stupid as a person, but like stupid about your choices and ability to like critically evaluate the oh, your yes. relationship. You know, and like, and I think that's what's so hard is because when you when you do know those people who just sort of like cycle through <laughs> cycle through relationships, constantly hitting that point and like you know just going for the next. Like exciting thing of those like that excitement and that like you know like mm, pizzazz of it and it's like I like I get it and also at the same time like it's never gonna be a sustainable thing it can't be you know like it doesn't work like your brain has to come back on board at some point and it just feels like if you're constantly chasing that like that is completely incompatible with like having a longer term relationship. And so I feel like this, the question and the reason that we thought it was so interesting, I think for both of us, Ellie, is that like it's something that we've talked a lot about like over and over again on this podcast is that like it is hard when you don't have a good model, when you don't have something that you can look to to see like what does that look like? And I think for so many queer people Sure, there is more representation like come like, you know, that we're getting in the media and shows and movies and whatever. But like even then, like most of the time, representation in shows and movies is conflict based. Well it's, it's also
1: new relationships. It's right? New, it's new yes, relationships it is or sparks
2: flying. Yeah,
1: or it's someone who is like we've we have talked about this in media like the cheating trope but i feel mm-hmm. like the cheating trope does come from this idea because oh
2: absolutely because like uh,
1: i i hesitate to throw someone under the bus but i will it's fine but i'm not going to say who they are <laughs> but i have to say who they are sorry
2: <laughs> damn it ellie this sucks you that lasted like a whole like 5 seconds and i really just we respect the you know the attempt that's all so
1: with my ex <laughs> I have seen okay. that pattern play out so many times because I was friends with her before we started dating. Yeah. Okay. And so like literally it was like she would date someone, get to the three-year mark, find a new shiny object, start dating that new shiny object, get to the three-year mark, find a new shiny object, start dating yeah. that new shiny ar- yeah. object. And, like, the same thing happened to me where she found a shiny object while we were together, start dating that shiny object. And our and our conversations during our breakup were, like, her whole thing in her brain was, like, I don't feel the spark anymore. Therefore, because I do not feel the spark anymore, we need to break up. Right, Right? And to be fair, like, looking back on that, I'm, like, if that is – if that's how you feel – like, that's fine, but not because the spark isn't there in my mind, because you don't want to continue working on a relationship after the spark is gone. And like, that's not you're never going to be in a decent, healthy, long term relationship and if don't all you want
2: to right? if that don't what you want think, to be yeah. in a relationship where that initial spark is no longer there. And like and I think what's important for me is like I especially given that I know we do have like a, a number of younger listeners like i know we have listeners who are going to listen to us be like that been with my wife for 15 years and they're like ha 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 children yes um, and, like, <laughs> that's fine but i do know that like we do have have younger listeners and i think it's important to like hear and absorb that that like if you do want to be in a long-term relationship that like it is not that it is not the like that just head over heels everything is like shiny and on fire like constantly all the time thing that that does make good TV and it is not the like it's not the you know oh like we just have so much like passion and this and that and like and we scream at each other all the time but then we (laughs) fuck like animals and it's like that's not the thing that's gonna sustain you like past that point yes (laughs) and and we should see that as well. And we don't have as many examples of that because there's just less of it in in like our general lives to have seen modeled out for you, you know? Yes.
1: And I will say like to the point of like adding tips on how to keep up the passion in a long-term relationship, like I do feel like you can have these like moments of excitement. You can have these yeah. moments where you like, Oh, that, like, that thing that she did really reminded me of, like, when we were first together and, like, that I'm just, like, excited to, like, have her in my life and, like, oh, I, like, really want to kiss her right now. Like, that still can happen, right? It's just not going to be constant,
2: Yes, right. Like, it's yeah. You don't stop like being attracted. Yeah. To them so that's at all. so I just want to like, wanna, like I just
1: not, I just want to clarify that it's not like, like
2: you look at them and you're like wow I feel nothing for you. It's just that you don't look at them and be like wow it is like two in the afternoon and I have a work meeting in like thirty minutes but like we could do this let's go like right now like every day of your lives or staying up all night like that stuff. Yes. You know, it, like it's it fades. It's fine.
1: Exactly. It's fine. Exactly.
2: You will still make poor choices sometimes. <laughs> you'll make them less and you'll make less terrible ones. That's all.
1: Yes. I- but I do think it is important to be like you're we're, like I at least for me personally. I'm not trying to say like, oh, like then you just like completely stop being attracted to your partner and like, great. Like I'm going to live in an attractionless <laughs> marriage, blah, blah blah, like that's not what I, that's not what I'm trying to say here. But I do feel like there has to be some like realistic expectations of long term relationships, yeah. or you're never going to be happy in it, right? Because like if your expectation is unrealistic, then like of course you're going to be like, wow, I really wish that I had this thing that like does not exist. Like I really wish that like I constantly had a new partner. You can. But that, then you're just going to keep having new partners. You're not going to be in a long-term relationship. Or, yeah. I mean, there are also – I want to, like, make sure that we are also saying, like, there are other options out there as well. If you don't want to be in a monogamous relationship, if having new partners and also having a long-term partner, like, is attractive to you because you do want to find a way to, like, have a newness and exciting, like, new new partners and explore new people – like, you can be polyamorous, you can have any sort of, like, place on that poly spectrum. Yeah. But, like, I think the question is, like, is more talking about monogamous long-term, I'm assuming. But That's yeah, how like, we're interpreting it. <laughs> yeah. But, like, there's like, there are many ways to, like, figure that out for yourself that, like, can still be ethically non-monogamous. That are not like, oh, well, I'm not really feeling it with my partners. So and I'm in a monogamous relationship. But like let me look for a spark somewhere else. Like there's other options. There are other options.
2: As as we've all heard, uh, Ellie's and my thoughts on cheating many a time. We're not fans. So listen.
1: (laughs) Not fans. Not fans. Like, and that's the thing. Like, I'm that's why I'm trying to say, like, not, not a fan of having multiple partners if you have multiple Ooh, yeah, partners, absolutely. be honest. That's yeah. it. That is all. But yeah, I think like also in terms of like how to keep up the passion in the relationship now that we've sort of like set the groundwork of like. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah. That was a lengthy intro. Sorry.
1: <laughs> set the groundwork of like what what are the expectations. I think every relationship is obviously going to be different. But I do think one of the like more important things is like checking in with your partner about what your own personal preference is about like just like to be even as specific as possible like how often do you want to be having sex how often do you want to be like making out how often do you want to be like like you know I think like sometimes we find those things to be like unsexy to talk about or like people think they are but I think it's far better to talk about those things and like know you're on the same page if for example like let's say like You're in a relationship and like you don't have sex for six or seven months, but you both of you are like, you know what? I'm fine with that. Then that's okay. Like, you know, like then it's okay. Then it's fine.
2: And there are ways to find and maintain passion even with that frequency like that can work for you as long as you're both on the same page, right?
1: Exactly. And it could be too, like because you only, because you're having sex like twice a year, those two times are like fucking amazing.
2: You know what (laughs) I mean? Like, I don't, you know, like it's twice a year, but it lasts a whole week. Yeah, right? I don't know. Like it's,
1: it really, I think like we put a lot, uh, we, I say we, I in the past put a lot of pressure on myself in my previous relationship. And so that's why I can speak from that experience where I was like, we haven't had sex in a month, like, oh, uh, like, I, we need to have sex or we're not in a good relationship. And that, like, caused a lot of stress for both of us. And so that's, like, one of the things that I really think about a lot in terms of being in a relationship.
2: I do also want to talk about the fact that I feel like as a society, a lot of our cultural, like, ideals and goals for, like, how often you should have sex are, like, very, very, the patriarchy, like, yes, you know, it's like very much based on men, like men, yes, yes, and like, which is not to say that like women cannot want to have sex as frequently as men do, but I think there is a difference in the distribution on yes. those skills, yes, like that's all, yes,
1: honestly, and agreed. that's okay. And <laughs> I mean, and there's also like with women, it's like most women are like reactionarily turned on I might not necessarily be in the mood but like if like if you like give me a massage and like get me into it I will start to be right like whereas I do feel like men are just like I'm turned on let's do this right right? like (laughs) it's a very different like process to get even in the mood like I know people say like getting in the mood a lot but like it is a very different process for women so it is like okay like we're not gonna have like an afternoon quickie because we are women and it's not as easy to do it. Sometimes you can, but <laughs> <laughs> Lino's things you do not know. <laughs> but yeah, I'm not going to expound on that right now.
2: <laughs> Ellie's like, I'd like to stay in my long-term relationship. Thank <laughs> yes, you. So yes, okay, I'm going to keep
1: that to myself for now. But my point was like, it is like, it's not as easy to do. And I think like as queer women, right? We also, I think it's good to, like, expand your idea of what passion is, Mm -hmm. right? We took a shower together the other day. Like, that is, like, a nice, like, intimate moment between the two of us, right? Like, or, like, even, like, we, like, made out the other day and we're like, wow, we haven't made out in a long time. You know what I mean? Like, just, like, because you're just, like, used to just, like, snuggling and kissing, right? And, like, you're, you're still intimate, but there's, like, something... And then, like, that was enough, right? I was like, oh, wow, we had like a really exciting night, you know? Like,
2: yeah. Right. Intimacy can look like a lot of things. Yes. And passion can look like a lot of things. Like, yes. I agree. And I think what one thing that you said is really important too about like women being more reacting to things in terms of like getting turned on. And I know, I mean, again, (laughs) I love, when we're, I love when we're experts on things. Uh, a, a book that I haven't read.
1: Great. Can't <laughs> wait have to hear about really this. But have heard really good things
2: about and would recommend that you do read. It's called Come As You Are. Mm. And I've just, I've, listen, I've seen a lot of TikToks about it. Like people seem like they're really big fans. And it just, it sounds really interesting. And I think one of the things that I know is in there that I've seen people talk about a lot is this concept of like brakes and accelerators. And I think for like, for a lot of women, especially, that can be a big thing is that, like, I think you're exactly right. Like, it tends to not just be a thing where you're like, ho-ho, surprise, I suddenly want to have sex right mm-hmm. now. Like, it there will be, like, figuring out what is it that, like, does turn you on what is it that does get you in the mood like learning those things and also on the on the flip side learning like what are the things that definitely like do not get me in the mood or like what are the things that make it hard for me to be in the mood right because it's like I've seen both things where it's like it's not just understanding like how do I press the gas it's like the gas doesn't do anything if your foot is slamming on the brake like you have to you have to learn how to do both like take your foot off the brake and hit the gas like you have to learn how to do both of those things and I think that like that's some of what we're going to talk about is like obviously we will there will be some anecdotal things but the important more important thing, I think, is to understand that, like, every person is going to be different the same way that, like, your ideal frequency of having sex can be different. Like, totally different things are going to work for each person, you know, and totally different things are going to, like, get in the way for each person.
1: Exactly. I, I also have not read this book. I should read it now. <laughs> but doesn't um, it sound interesting? It sounds great. I
2: It's on my list to read. Listen.
1: I have to read it. But I do think Breaks is... I think we don't think about breaks enough. Yeah, because, like, you know, like, I don't know. Maybe a break for me is, like, there's a TV show on, right? Like, there's literally something happening, and my brain, like, can't stop focusing on that TV show. So, like, you need to turn the TV show off, or, like, I'm not going to be able to, like, focus. Or, like, stuff like that where it's, like, just, like, external factors. Or even external factors you cannot control. Like, I also feel like we need to, like, Talk about just like life events and things that happen that like you cannot control, and it, you have to just be like okay with that. Like I obviously know what yours are, Lee, but also for me, <laughs> like for me, I like this yeah. is this is very recent. My girlfriend just moved in with me and my mother, so it's like me, my mom, Jana, Jana's cat Moby, and my dog Rambo in this house that like does not have as much privacy as we had before. And obviously, that's going to shift some things for us. But I was telling Lee before this, so I guess I will tell a little anecdote, (laughs) that when we were in Jana's previous apartment, it was like this huge apartment, just the two of us, and we could do whatever we wanted, right? And like there was almost like because we could do whatever we wanted, whenever we wanted, like we didn't because we'd just be like, oh, well, yeah, we could do it tomorrow, or like i'm tired tonight maybe maybe next week right like you keep sort of pushing it cuz you know that there's unlimited time yeah like for us my mom went out the other day and we knew she was going to be gone for 2 hours and like those 2 hours we were like all right we are doing this thing because we don't know when we're going to <laughs> go 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 move right out. like literally yeah. we were like we do not know when we're going to get another 2 hours so for us like that's like a constraint that was put on us but it almost like we were like oh this is actually sort of nice Right. Because like we almost feel like it's like, okay, we maybe we don't know the next time we're going to get those two hours. So like we got to jump on it. So like. I don't know if this could be a tip. It just
2: created that spice for you. Right. You know, yeah. Like I like it.
1: literally was like, I feel like I'm in high school again. It's so exciting. Um.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Tips on how to keep the passion alive. Move in with your parents. <laughs> exactly. listeners. You heard it here. It first. It works.
1: It works. <laughs> no, but I'm like, maybe a tip for people. I don't know, like is like create those constraints for yourself, like figure out how to do that where you are like. In a way that doesn't feel too pressure pressurized. No but right? that,
2: But that but- could look like so many things, right? It's like, oh my God, like go to a hotel and like order room service and be like, Can we do this before it gets here? Yes. Right? Like do like just stupid stuff like that where it's like, maybe that is like a big thing. Like maybe that adds something to the heat of the moment for you. Yeah. It's like find ways to create that same thing, right? Exactly.
1: Like, I'm excited to see the next time she's up for lunch. How we too? <laughs> uh,
2: <laughs> sorry, uh, sorry, mother. If you want to, uh, you know, send gift cards to restaurants for Ellie's mother, the shipping address. Is- <laughs> oh my
1: God, that's honestly so funny. She's like, why don't you get all these gift cards? Thank you, Les hangout listeners.
2: <laughs> we bought you a day at the spa.
1: so amazing. I mean, she deserves it.
2: She does. And so do you.
1: Thank you. I know to be fair, like she just moved in like two weeks ago. I'm sure at another time, like we will probably like get a hotel room and like just like have a night yeah. to, to ourselves. but
2: and that will also seem exciting then for its own like completely different, different reasons, reasons, right, yeah. because then you'll be like, oh my God, like we're not rushed. You can take your time like, exactly. Yeah.
1: So, like, yeah, there's yeah. even, like, I don't know. I think it's nice, too, to, like, have a partner who, like, can enjoy those things with me, right? It's not, like, <laughs> it has moved in with me and my mom but isn't, like, wow, this sucks for our sex life. Like, it's, like, all right, well, I guess we're going to figure this out and we're figuring it out together, you know? So, like, it, I think, also has made us, like, have another thing that we can sort of, like, secretly chuckle about together. Like, we have another thing that's bonding us. But, yeah. For you, Lee, obviously, there's some big life events that have... Some
2: things that have changed in our lives. Maybe have
1: shifted. I mean, there's probably been a lot over the 15 years for you. Like, what were those things?
2: Yeah, I mean, there have been a lot. Like, I... I, get, I know the one that you're, like, referencing the most, obviously, is, like, having children. Kids, yeah. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> kids, so good for your sex life. Oh, my gosh. Just wow. No, yeah, I mean, it's, like, A, kids, having kids is, like, a whole thing. Like, obviously, one factor being that, like, Kelsey and I both gave birth, right? Like pretty closely back to back, which you know affects yeah some affects things. Some things. <laughs> affects some stuff. Not sleeping ever affects for very different some reasons stuff.
1: than the br- than the beginning of for your relationship. So <laughs>
2: different reasons, way less fun. Fun, yeah. Reasons, and there's also like there's a- again like there's a lot of like hormonal changes happening in your body, there's a lot of like, I had so much like pain, like just like hurt, like hurting, <laughs> just lots of my body hurt for a long time. Some of it still hurts like three years later. It's, it's fine. okay. But I think, but it was like, it was interesting for me because it wasn't just like, wow, I hurt and am tired all the time. But there were like, there have to have been like hormonal things that changed where like for a long time. After Eloise was born, like, I went probably, like, a good number of months where I was just like, wow, I have, like, no sex drive, like, just Mm -hmm. zero. And which I don't think is, like, super uncommon, but, like, for me was really weird. Yeah. Like, it was, I, I think there were just, there were so many things about, like. Pregnancy and childbirth and like newborn life and stuff that were just like really interesting to me in terms of like experiencing things that i would never experienced before. And like that was one of them where it was like somewhere in my head. I was like, wow, I this is like, you know, if you'd asked me like, hey, what is the like ideal amount of like how often you would be having sex? Like the answer would never in my life have been like, eh. who cares (laughs) you know but like right now also it kind of is like it was very weird to just kind of not have much of a desire even for it like which like didn't last forever you know but like but for the time that it was there like was super weird and then even after that like you then still deal with certain things where it's like you're trying to navigate like being tired, finding time. Like, especially children do not sleep yep. reliably and consistently for a long time. So like you're playing a little bit of that same game where you're like, they're asleep. Quick, let's do this before someone screams. You yep. know, like but then you're also dealing with like, are you breastfeeding or nursing and like areas are more sensitive yep. and painful than they've been at other times in your life and like not everything feels good (laughs) that used to or like are you just touched out like sometimes children are just all over you all day long and you get to the end of the day and you're just like nobody touch me nobody comes (laughs) me, like dog over on the other side of the couch I just want my body to be mine and like those are all like real things that come up and they can come up from a number of different things you know like it doesn't have to just be childbirth but like they are real things that like we have had to navigate like both of us one after the other back to back <laughs> and that were different for both of us you know that like we had vastly different experiences and different responses and our bodies like reacted in different ways and yeah so it's a it's an awful lot of trying to like check in and express like how do you express Without, like, you know, putting someone off being like, "Don't do that there, right. Don't do that anymore. Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> well,
1: you saying, I mean, this is obviously like i I have not experienced being pregnant, but you saying, "My body is mine right now, I feel like it's like a really important thing that we do not learn enough. And like centers around consent. But I feel like it's just like there's the idea that, like, And I think it also is a patriarchal idea (laughs) that like your partner has constant access to your body. That is not true and should not be true. Right. And so I do think like figuring out with your partner how to frame those conversations, like you said, and like that that can be as much as like asking your partner, like if I'm going to tell you not to touch me in this way, what's the way that will least hurt your feelings? You know what I mean? Like I actually have like this is not with sex, but I find it an interesting thing, which is, like, I have these two friends. One of them is very loud, and they're in a relationship together, okay? And whenever the one is very being very loud and the other one is, like, your loudness is affecting me, they've come up with, like, a hand signal. So instead of being, like, be quiet, like, right. if if their partner said to them, like, can you turn like, can you tone it down? They would be extremely offended. And they got to a point where they were like, okay, I understand that sometimes my loudness affects you in a negative way. But here's a way that like doesn't offend me when you say it. And so they just like take their hand, like put it like and literally just like (laughs) literally move their hand down like with a smile. And they're like, okay, yeah, I'll be quiet.
2: And like that works for them. Right? As like, someone who is very loud, who is married to someone who grew up an only child, like we might need that hand signal. Yeah.
1: <laughs> That's all I'm saying. If you want to if you want to incorporate that hand signal into your relationship.
2: I love that. Right. I love that.
1: And I I just like whenever they said that to me, because like it was a time, I don't know, like they were being loud and then their partner was like and I was like, what are you what's happening here? And they were like, yes. oh, like it's a thing that we came up with, blah, blah, blah. And so I feel like it is good to talk to your partner about those things because like there can be a lot of like. There can be a lot of ego wrapped up in that, like, right? If you're like, Mm -hmm. okay, we've been in a long-term relationship and, like, I really want to feel wanted, right? And so, like, you try to initiate something and then your, like, advances are someone says no, you can feel very rejected. And that, like, obviously is tough, but it's, like, trying to figure out, like, okay, well, also understanding that your partner's body is their own and, like, they are allowed to say no to you whatever the hell they want, right? Like, that's okay, but also working together as partners to figure out like what's the best way to say that because I do think that also will help long term like so that you're not like you don't associate like have a negative association with trying to initiate sex
0: are you ready to shop Rakuten's big give week is back Hey there, this is Justin Bartha. I made a funny new podcast, King of the Egg Cream. It has the greatest cast in the history of podcasts with actors like Louis Black. I'm torn by my feelings for two women. Bobby Cannavale. You can eat it, or if someone hits you, you can put it on your cut.
1: And how he rose from nothing to become New York's
2: king of the egg cream.
0: So, if you like funny true stories, come listen to King of the Egg Cream, available wherever you get your podcasts.
2: Yeah, right. Well, and I think the communication piece in general is like such a big part of. I mean, like, listen, <laughs> we've been together for fifteen years. Like, besides just having children, like, stuff just changes, man. Mm-hmm. Like, stuff changes like the stuff that like we liked in college doesn't have to be the stuff that you like your whole life. And like, that's also an important thing because if you don't talk about it or let them know, then like that's an easy way to like kill that spark is to just be like, oh no, If we have sex, you're just going to keep doing a thing that I don't like Mm -hmm. that I'm afraid to tell you not to do anymore. (laughs) Yep. So it's like having that communication and having that communication, like, not in the moment. Like, you cannot, you can't have that happen like midway through. Just be like, don't do that. (laughs) Like, yes. You have to talk about it separately. And then, like, leave avenues open to, like, explore new stuff, try different things, like, switch it up a bit, figure out, like, your body is not going to be the same your whole life. Even, like, you know, barring anything else that happens, like, barring, like, getting hurt, having an injury, like, having children, like, do what just Bare minimum scenario is like, man, your body, like, listen, your body I'm gets turning, old. We get old. Your body gets older. We are old. getting like, older. 35 yes. next month. Like, my body now is not my body at 20. Yes. <laughs> that's okay. That's okay. <laughs> that's okay. that's going to happen. Yeah. But that does mean that it's like, yeah, stuff changes. Like, stuff that used to feel good doesn't feel good anymore. Or, like, stuff that you used to like, you're just like, eh, I'm kind of like, whatever about it now. And, like, you should talk about that stuff and you should. Do it, yeah. Try to find like what is the way that you can talk about stuff that does not, you know, like make either of you feel terrible about it or like whatever, but that allows you to continue to be having the best time. Exactly. That you can be. <laughs> I love. Well, I I also think like
1: you don't necessarily need to look at your body changing as a negative thing. Like think about it. We already said in the beginning, right? Like things change and like. And longer relationship, like, can feel like the same thing over and over and over. But if your body's changing, like, okay, cool. Now, like, you're exploring a new body also. Like, you can think about it in that way, which is exciting of, like, okay, maybe that didn't work. But, like, we've been doing that for 10 years. So, okay, now we can do something new (laughs) for the next five. Try a
2: new position. Right? Like, Like,
1: that can, if you're with, I think if you're with a partner who, like, is the right person for you, that can be exciting. Right. And you can work through that together in the same way that you're working through like other shit in life, like your personality could change, like your situations in life can change, like things shift. Right. So like to be able to have a partner who like can work through those changes with you is also exciting. So I think it's like you can put a positive spin on all this stuff as well. Like, I don't think it has to be like so. And I don't think you were. I'm just saying no, no, from the no, perspective of like, yeah, the conversations that people tend to have about long term relationships of like, uh, like, how are we going to keep it alive? It's like, OK, but you're like, literally you can. I don't know. Like, I feel like there's like quotes online sometimes that are like you meet a new person every however many years and it's like the same person you're with or something. Yeah. You know what I mean?
2: And you can I think you're right. Like, use it as like a springboard, as like a jumping off point, because it's like, hey, if Something that you used to be like super into felt super great. Like, this is like, yeah, that's our go to thing. Mm -hmm. And it like doesn't really do it for you anymore. Like, that is a great opportunity to be like, hey, let's try something new. Let's try something different. Let's see if it works. And maybe it doesn't. And maybe it does. Like, who knows? But it's like, I promise that the just making the decision to be like, let's try this tonight, like, that's going to be new and different. And like, sometimes new and different brings a spark oh yeah it has a spark with it like even if you try it and you're like that didn't work at all yeah you do not know how to even get in that position and some i tweaked my back i'm (laughs) old now like it will still be (laughs) it will still be new and exciting and fun are you speaking from experience listen
1: it's okay. How is your back? Are you okay?
2: My back is fine. It's fine. It's great. No, but I, uh, all I, I'm saying is it can be new and different. Damn it. No, I,
1: I appreciate, <laughs> I really appreciate that though, because I think that is so true because even like when you think about like, even like I'll like speaking from personal experience, like when me and Jana started dating, I feel like that was the thing, right? Like where it was like, we were having sex so often that we were like, oh, let's do something new today. Let's do something different today. Let's do something blah, blah, blah. Like, like every time we would be like, oh, let's try this because like, everything that we did was new right and mm-hmm. then you get to the point where you're like okay I know exactly what to do to like finish everything right I know exactly what to do to like have this be a successful
2: time whatever you want to call it but <laughs> but it's have a- your ha- happy ending is that what yes we, uh- yeah whatever you
1: want to call it but I think there's so much excitement in exploring something new even if that doesn't like get the same result as you get from the things that you've done before like it's so it can be so fun just trying something new that like gives you yeah new sensations even if you know that those sensations aren't gonna like you're not gonna fully complete it can be like even more fun i think than just like okay like from point a to point b we know exactly how we're getting there like if you have the time to try something new or also like as queer women i know we have like Lots of toys we can use. So it's also just like trying a new toy. Like Lee and I have gotten like free sex toys for let's hang out that we're like, all right, I guess we're trying these. Right. And it's like, maybe it didn't, it was like, okay, cool. Or it was like, oh, actually, I really like this. Right. Like it can be cool also to try new toys, try new things. Like we have. we have a lot of options folks, out there, people.
2: We have a, a wet for her affiliate, affiliate link. Code, <laughs> and like, that's not only for you listeners. <laughs> yeah, like w-
1: don't think we haven't used that affiliate code.
2: <laughs> Listen, that code is for everyone. Okay? <laughs> but like it's really for everyone,
1: <laughs> you know, you there's like a lot of stuff you could try to. So there's this episode of Modern Family. Do you watch Modern Family?
2: I have seen Modern Family. Yeah, we don't watch it like consistently.
1: This is one thing. Wow, I'm
2: so inconsistent. Oh, oh, look at that.
1: God damn it. Claire and Phil, they have this like running gag like every other Valentine's Day. They like role play as these different people. (laughs) and They like go to the hotel and like they do this whole thing, whatever. And it always like gets them. But then there's like this moment where they're like, actually, like, I really just like our role play is fun. But like, I like being married to you. Like. The real you, right? And so. it's cute though. It's so cute, right? So number one, role play can be fun if you want to try it. But number two, like I think it is also just like good to just like keep in perspective. Like you can try as many new things as you want. But like being grateful like for your partner who's also trying all these new things for you is also like very sexy. (laughs) Can be, can also help, you know? Yeah. That's all. That's my that's my thought. I think too, this is maybe like not necessarily about sex, but I do want to talk like a little bit about like priorities. I think it's just like as you get older, it's like, okay, yes, if like sex if your sex life is a priority to you, it's good to have another person who you're with who sex life is also a priority for you. But I also feel like there's like so much, so much more to being in a relationship than just sex.
2: Mm-hmm. That
1: it's just like if you have so many of these other things to me, at least now, like sex feels secondary. So I think I don't know, I'm just saying like that's just my personal where I'm at right yeah. now, but
2: I get that, and I what's funny is like I agree, but I also feel like that is part of what leads to this whole like the lesbian bed death stereotype, yes, you know. I think there's a lot of things that factor into it because I do think that a lot, I I think a a huge underpinning thing of that stereotype does have to do with the the fact that like, I think when left to our own devices, like personally, I feel like most women tend to want, want to have sex slightly less frequently than I think most men do. And so I feel like that then becomes this like narrative of like, you're not having enough sex. I do think that's part of it. But I, it's like, I, it's hard because I agree, but I also do think that what you said like way at the beginning of the episode about like women being more like responsive, reactive, mm-hmm. like all of those things also f- play a huge part in it because I think that they're also, I'm gonna, listen, I'm just gonna blame the patriarchy for everything. <laughs> so. I mean, to
1: be fair, I feel like the patriarchy has fucked up all it, of our views on sex. It has fucked up Let's a lot real. of
2: things. <laughs> And uh, and I do think one of the other ways that it has fucked us up is that that idea that, like, responding to something to get in the mood seems like it's negative somehow mm. is really detrimental to women. Like, that is not a bad thing. If there is something that gets you in the mood and that's what it takes... Then do that thing. Like, that's, you know, I think it's like probably gets back to this idea of like brakes and accelerators, but like, that's not bad if the if you like need something to get yourself in the mood first. And like, that something can be a lot of different things. Maybe it's role play. Maybe it's like a steamy romance novel. Maybe it's porn. Maybe it's like watching like a not porn like but sexy movie together maybe it's like maybe dipsy works there like,
1: was literally a time because when i had that dipsy subscription i would listen to it i would be like i'm going over to janice and i'd listen to the audio app and i'd yeah. be like okay yep yep i'm feeling get it in the mood, like it dude. like get definitely in the fucking helpful. mood
2: whatever it takes maybe it's like it's hard for you to like get in that headspace first and it's like take a bath and like get some like get up in there yourself for like whatever it is like that is not a bad thing and i feel like we have created this mentality where it's like if you are not just like immediately turned on and in the mood by yourself with like nothing then like it's not real or it's not like you need like you know all of these the spark- tools to yeah like, they're like no dude fucking use whatever. them like what does it what is it that turns you on? What is it that like gets that bra- part of your brain like ready to go that is like, yeah, actually that sounds great. Like do that. <laughs> do that. Doesn't matter what it is. Try all of them. Like but the reality is women are responsive.
0: <laughs> yes. We
2: are. And it's like it's that I keep thinking about like what was that study that they did? Like everybody knows this study where they're like, "Oh, like men Tend to be like very much more like if you show men porn and they're like I'm straight like gay porn does not turn straight men on like straight porn does not turn gay men on women are just like porn whatever yeah (laughs) like everything all of it yeah (laughs) (laughs) and because I think like realistically that it's the same way that like why when we talk about why do like why are straight girls always so into the L word right and it's like yeah because it's like hot and sexy and has storylines and character development it's like all shit women like yep. like we're into that stuff
1: i also like to share um i won't say who said this but lee you know who it was <laughs> somebody <laughs> told us that they met someone who literally with their partner they would reenact lesbian sex scenes from the l word so also like do do what you need to do, do what works man. like seriously just like do it but i also i really love what you're saying there though because i do feel like there is a stigma of like That's why we say like, oh, the passion has died because we associate that. Like, I mean, I remember like literally when me and Jana, me and Jana were so intense, but it's fine. But when we first started (laughs) dating, like I literally, I would show up at her apartment. We would not speak. We would just start. Like that was it, right? Like it was like, I didn't need anything to get in the mood. Like I just showed up to her apartment. I was in the mood, right? So. Right. But like
2: that happens in the beginning. Exactly. And then when it fades, fades, we act like. Yes. It's a problem. It's not. It's not a problem. That is how our brains and our bodies are designed to work like nobody could function if that was how our brains were all the time. It's like you just you can't you can't do that. That's okay. Exactly.
1: So that's why I love that, because it's like, okay, just because that's not going to be our normal, like doesn't mean that we can't find something that like gets you into that headspace maybe it's not going to be the same headspace the same exact headspace we were in at the beginning but yeah like women need a bit more like prep time or whatever and like I feel like there's shame in it right it's like yeah oh like I had to do all of these things to get in the mood therefore I must not be that into my partner it's like no your body just needs a little more to get into it like did you enjoy it during yes so great. You're doing great. You know, like.
2: Every- well, and, and I think like that, like, listen, there is a reason that romance novels are consistently like some of the top selling romance novel industry is such a huge part of all books, fiction, like anything, yeah. because of course they are. <laughs> We gotta because get it. We gotta are. get there somehow. Because it's that all that yep. works for so many people, and it just ha- like even if it just kind of like gets you out of your own life a bit, gets you out of your own head a bit. Like, just do you have to then go and role play the thing that you're reading? No, <laughs> if you want to, you can. Awesome, <laughs> you can. But I think the main thing is figuring out, like, hey, what. Works for you, what works for your partner? Are they the same things? Is it something that you could start doing together that, like, maybe that helps you feel like it's a more intimate thing? If they're separate things, that's fine. How do you communicate around those times where it's like, oh, actually, maybe, you know what, like, maybe we want to have sex tonight. So, like, we should talk about it and, like, no. And then maybe it, like, you need some time to be like, oh my God, cool. Like, let me just, like, get in the mood first. And, like, that's okay. That does not mean that you are not attracted to your partner. That doesn't mean that you don't want to have sex with them. That can just mean, like, hey, maybe this is actually what helps me, like, take off the break and step on the gas. So, like, let me go. I'm just going to, like, hop in a bath. Like, let me light some candles and, like, get in the mood. Get Let me start feeling sexy now. Let me, like, maybe it's just, like, putting on sexy lingerie. Like, what, whatever, whatever it is, it is. Whatever it is, I, just, like, find what it is and, like, start working around that and figure out how you make time for that. How do you, like, make uh, make that a, as much of a priority? Because it ha- it's going to have to be, right? Like, you can't just if you be, don't like, I'm make just going to yeah. make myself have sex <laughs> with nothing. Yeah, it's not. <laughs> it's not, not going to go It's not well. going to go
1: I think, too, like, I think about, like, there's so many things, too, where it's, like, like, sexting even. Like, it's, like, yeah. when you're first dating, you're, like... She's at work and you're, like, not, you know, you you have a date on Thursday, but you haven't seen her, like, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. You're, talk, you're texting and, like, talking about, like, what's it going to be like on Thursday? But now you're seeing her Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, so you're not doing that. But even still, like, you can still, like, send a text if she's in the other room. Like, you know, like, you just shift. Like, what are the things that, like, you find sexy that help you get that in- anticipation up? Like, how can you shift it for the way that your relationship is now? Like Lee, I think we are sort of nailing this.
2: <laughs> <laughs> We're doing so good. We're doing so good. But I
1: mean, yeah, that that is it though. Like, it is so individualized, and like, but I think it's like to like sort of wrap things up. I, I, I all the things that Lee already said, and I just want to also reiterate, like, go to therapy. But you know what I mean? Like, literally, like doing some of that mental work to like. Because there's so much, like, guilt and shame and, like... Oh, my n- God, so much. So much, like, negative emotions that we have around sex and expectations of what we think it should be. Yeah. That I do feel like, like, at least from my own personal experience, coming from, like, a very Catholic guilt-raised way, also, like, doing some of that work for yourself can also just, like, make you... Have an easier time with your partner, like at whatever stage of your relationship you're in, you know. So, like, I think also like cutting yourself a break, as like yeah, difficult and easy as that sounds, you know, like it's like an easy thing to do, cut yourself a break, and it's also very very hard.
2: (laughs) So no, but it's it's so real though, like it's so true that I think there there are a lot of things like beyond just the your own like body and like what works or doesn't work for you for you physically aspect of it there are so many things where i just feel like our culture and our society are like fucked up in ways that specifically make it harder for women and so especially mm-hmm. when you have two women yep in a relationship like that is not gonna make it any better if both of you are sitting around being like actually the thing that gets me in the mood i feel like i'm not allowed to do mm-hmm. and i'm just trying to convince myself that like maybe if i was with the right person like i would just spontaneously want to have sex all the time always (laughs) and like and then beating yourself up over it and instead of just being like hey actually you know what like i do enjoy having sex every week every other week like once a month whatever every day whatever it is just being like you know actually like that kind of always feels good to me and like this is sort of what i've noticed like yeah like gets me revved up ready to go so like why don't i just do that (laughs) Like, hell yeah. It sounds so simple and we know it's not. Yeah, but It but is Like those are things that are possible and should be wildly more accepted and like put out there than I think they ever are.
1: Agreed. I hope that helped answer the question. <laughs> I'm like, we talked a lot, but I, I feel like hopefully we gave you all some good insight also like if you want to ask us even more like we're our inboxes are always open like you can send us anonymous feedback I think on our Patreon as well if you want to send it anonymously we have like a little box where you can send some questions but yeah like we're always here to chat with you because I think the the point of us having this episode was that like I do feel like we don't talk about these things enough as a society and as women like we don't we're just like oh I guess this is how it's supposed to be and just like let it go. that Those are my thoughts. I think it's time for our Q and Gay. Are you ready, Lee?
2: I'm so ready. Q, Q. 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 And. 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 and Gay.
1: Question number one, Lee. How long have you been in your current relationship? A, less than three years, B, three to 10 years, C, 10 to 20 years, or D, 20 plus years?
2: Well, I guess I will say 10 to 20 years, although we. Have been married for just over. Well, I guess it's 10 to 20 years either way. Look at that.
1: Nice. 10 to
2: 20 years. What about you, Ellie? Look at you
1: go. I'm in the 3 to 10 year mark. B. Big one. It's a good
2: place to be. Yeah. Question two. What would be more exciting for you? A. speaking in a quickie or B. Having all night. At
1: this point in my life, it's going (laughs) to be A. Because I like sleeping a lot. I really love sleep. So gonna say it. It's
2: nice. Yeah. Right how about you, Lee? You know, it's funny. I'm gonna say having all night, but that's not what we would do all night. But
1: <laughs> having a night to yourself is what having you mean. A having a night, to, night to, to the two of you. I yeah. think is
2: how I'm interpreting that, and that is a very just a nice, refreshing change of pace for us these days. So yeah. it's nice to not feel like you're like, you know, racing the potential of like somebody waking up or like feeling like oh like I'm tired and I, I like I want to stay up and have sex but also if we do that like they kids don't sleep in you know yep. like are we just going to be like so tired yeah <laughs> are we making a mistake we ask ourselves that a lot these days so it's fine it's Having okay all night sounds nice
1: nice nice I hope you can get all night soon question number three have you ever experienced lesbian bad death a yes b no c I've never dated anyone long enough to find out <laughs> Which will be hard to get on Twitter. I'll figure out how to make that smaller.
2: I I guess I will have to say B, although I think, you know, like largely circumstance based, but like yeah, and it's it's fine. We're still we're still kicking now, you know? Nice. Like you, just, you gotta ride out the patches when they happen.
1: Exactly. I'm gonna have to say, yep, that's an that's an A yes for me in my previous relationship, which, you know, it happens and then you break up. So that's, <laughs> that's where we're at. But I agree. Sometimes
2: like, that happens too. Yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah. But I don't think it has to be a death sentence if it's like a patch of it where you write it out or if that's something
2: that you don't that you and your partner have decided is okay.
1: So that's my long answer for that.
2: There you go. (laughs) Question four, what's your go-to move to reignite the spark, Ellie? A, date night. B, new toy. C, some role play. Or D, trying new moves or positions.
1: This is a good one. I'm gonna have to say A, date night. For me, it's just like actually being able to have some quality time, even though I said sneaking in a quickie, but like actually, (laughs) actually being able to have some time for that's like really intentional always helps me more so than any of the other like new move new toy even though like yeah maybe that'll be incorporated in date night that's really the thing for me how about you
2: so i mean it's so hard because i feel like right now it's like any anytime that we like get to have a date night it's like so exciting um so i'm gonna say maybe a combo of like date night and like new toys i don't nice. know i like i just like try something new you know try new stuff This episode's
1: sponsored by Wet for Her. (laughs) (laughs)
2: Sponsored by Wet for Her.
1: (laughs) Use our code. All right. Question number five, Lee. What gets you in the mood? A. Erotic audio stories. B. Romance novels. C. Hot bath or D. Porn.
2: I. Well, A. I'm realizing I probably should have put like D as like steamy movies. Yeah, like porn, like films. Yeah. Yeah. I think I'm still gonna go with like romance novels, though. Like I don't know, I like I like reading. I that's so you. I do enjoy a good hot story. That is so you. It is. (laughs) Love it. Listen, listen. It's only because like Caitlin just keeps sending me all the like smuttiest fan fiction. I love it. You know, it's just. But I do. It does. does That makes sense. What are you gonna do?
1: For me, it's definitely like I really did like the Dipsy audio stories. Those were really fun. But I think it's like a combination of I guess like A and D. But I don't watch porn. But I but like
2: yeah, I meant I'm gonna change it to like movies or porn or something. Yeah, I just meant like the visuals. Yeah, you know what I mean. The visuals
1: will sometimes get me. Like if like I watch a good good episode of the L word, which like, to be fair. Like that
2: L word threesome man. Yeah, like just, that will honestly get mm, me. It's the spot. Or like, it's fine. Jana
1: loves the period pieces. So like, I'll watch them and I'll be like, all right, we can yeah, reenact.
2: There's just so steamy, like all those layers yeah, on their bodies. We can reenact the scene like, if you want,
1: you know, like. It's that's... nice
2: to have like a corset and a petticoat and yeah. then like an under shift and then like a dress on top. It just like really does it yes. for me too. Yeah, I get it.
1: I get it. I also have like a very vivid <laughs> imagination, which maybe like novels for you. But like even like for me, like I can honestly like see just like I could like create a movie in my head and that would Mm. that would work for me. So that's why I say like the like the other thing that's on here, I'd say like sexting for me works the most. Like if I like hear a description from somebody else, they tell me exactly what's going to happen later. That always like I can get really in it. I like that. I like that. Like paint me a word picture and I'm done. (laughs) I got it. (laughs)
2: Wow. Ellie's like, all of the above. Why not? Yeah, I'm like, I'm like, everything. So
1: it's, it's, it's not that easy. But I'm like, yeah, it's really easy. <laughs> Pretty much anything. <laughs> Playing Mario Kart. But it's like done.
2: everything responsively. See? And like, yes. that's what I that just I think that's such a big part of it. We really did nail it. Go. Us. We really
1: did. In, in summation, I think one of the big takeaways is yes, women are responsive to stimuli. So like, put yourself in situations where you are doing that and give yourself the time to react to them without like completely shutting it down immediately. If you're not gonna get in the mood eventually, like if it's, a lo- if it's been like a while and you're like, all right, I'm trying all these things and it's not working, cool, you can call it a night. Give yourself some time, give your partner some time, talk to your partner, figure out what the both of you are into together and it's gonna be good. You're gonna be great. I'm excited for all of you.
2: <laughs> report back and, and remember report back email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com we uh, want to hear not all of it but like th- yeah 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 th- you don't need th- to tell it. us yeah. the details, details but like <laughs> tell us like it was good and remember
1: you can give us your own answers to this episode's skewing gay questions on our twitter at leshangoutpod
2: let me hear you say hip, 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 hip. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. And we love the emails and messages and everything that we get. So we want to shout out some of our favorites every week. And this week, we want to shout out one of our listeners, Kelly, who messaged us on Instagram with a should have been gay recommendation. Now, listen, I have never heard of this movie. It came out in 2010. It's called You Again. I'm just going to tell you from the cast list, I'm already I'm already in. Salt. It's got Kristen Bell. It's got Sigourney Weaver. It's got... Jamie Lee Curtis it's got Betty White like Christian Chenoweth like this is an absurd cast I'm here for it I've also in the message there was mention of post high school glow up to big fancy PR gal in a power femme suit frenemies coming back together I'm just listen it's on our list I'm looking forward to it that's all I'm gonna say
1: (laughs) sounds super gay can't wait to watch it (laughs)
2: sounds incredible so thanks for reaching out this is how we keep our list going because people are always like how many should have been gays can you possibly do and we're like the limit does Does not not exist exist. and this is why
1: oh we haven't done mean girls yet right not yet we're saving that one for a special occasion don't worry (laughs) as
2: always we want to thank our lesbian jesus patrons
1: mark foster
2: jess klaus
1: tanya ferguson
2: jacqueline rose nishino and julia Danny Gunlock-Tamora, Brittany Ray, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stai, Stacy, Amy Benitez, Fiona W., Whitney Lennon, Jennifer Trujillo, and our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah
1: Henley, Liz Chen, Julia Gonzalez, and Ashley White. Thank you all so much for all of your support. We love our patrons, and we cannot keep making the show without you.
2: Remember, you can also find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Pod.
1: You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com.
2: You can check out our website at
1: leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop.
2: And make sure that you've listened to all of the episodes of The Flame. They are also available on any podcasting app.
1: We're also posting videos on our YouTube channel. We're posting little clips of each episode. So make sure you subscribe at youtube.com slash to catch them.
2: If you want to help support the podcast, the easiest way and the freest way to do that is to leave us a rating and a review on the Apple Podcasts app. It helps new people find the show.
1: If you want to support us financially and join our incredible Patreon family where we hang out, on our Discord chat, and have all kinds of little events, you can do that at bit.ly slash lespatreon.
2: And if you want to help us specifically to make more musicals, we have a Patreon just for that. You can find it at bit.ly slash theflamepatreon. It's going to help us make our next show, and it's also going to help with the costs with getting the flame up on stage in New York at our 54 Below show, which we are so excited about. Can't wait. If you want to get some Les Hangout merch, you can do that
1: at bit.ly slash Shop. We have all kinds of gay designs on there so you can show off your Less Hangout Hang Out pride and also just your pride on being queer as hell. We're here for it.
2: <laughs> if you want to follow us individually, you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster.
1: And you can find me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at Ellie Brigida. With that, I'm Ellie.
2: And I'm Lee, And, and let's, let's hang, hang out again, again soon. Let's hang out, out.